So Wellsprings was going to save my marriage. I knew it. And the sunflower seeds that we were given at the new member welcome were like sacred symbols of our new spiritual path and our reborn relationship. So I made sure that we all sat together and dropped those seeds carefully into little pinky-sized depressions and talked about how we would harvest the seeds and plants each year and keep this symbolic strain with us. I was really sure Wellsprings was going to save my marriage. I was never going to be a member of a congregation again. I grew up bored and a little skeptical, uh, and a bored and skeptical Catholic, but had discovered Taoism and Buddhism in my 20s and used them as the basis for my spirituality ever since, but never thought seriously about joining any organized religion or any organized group. Uh, no, I'd just be content to dabble in meditation and look for the connection to the greater whole within myself and by myself. So when Michelle went looking for a place to foster our daughter's spiritual growth, I was supportive, but I wouldn't be joining them. She discovered Wellsprings and came once, and then she returned the next week, and then she came back the next week, and she'd come home with stories of a friendly, lively place with great music and no dogma. She told me they practiced a time of meditation in the middle of their service and didn't define God or dictate any particular path, and I started to get very interested, so I came to check it out. So here I was. I was standing before you with my family and officially joining this incredible community right in this spot in front of me, holding a little packet of black seeds that symbolized a new start, something that begins small and underwhelming but grows fast and tall and blossoms into a beautiful flower. So I came to check it out. And I, I had tears on my cheeks before the band even got through Lean On Me, their first song that day. And then we meditated, and then I cried again as, during Ken's message. So that spring, we stood right here, and we were welcomed into this community, and we were handed some tiny symbolic seeds. We planted them together, and even Kitty helped. <laughs> These pots were given a place of honor on our deck, flanking the Buddha, and the plants quickly sprouted. So by early summer, those plants were a few feet high, and we were beginning to, and were beginning to show their first buds. I had gone a, a step further than just coming to Sunday service and had joined a meditation group and even embarked on my first foray, foray into daily practice. But my reborn marriage hadn't blossomed quite the way I expected. The sunflowers were still on their early stages, too, though, so I was convinced all could still be well and the symbolism was still solid. As the summer days passed and the sunflowers reached full bloom, but my attitude toward the plants had changed drastically, because while the flowers thrived, our marriage finally withered away. The final decision was made, and I realized that the symbolism that had linked us to these plants was false. Boxes were being packed and leases were being signed, and our family was entering one of those dark moments as we were preparing for an impending separation. But as the seeds matured, harvesting them and keeping their symbolism alive was the furthest thing from my mind. That fall, Kitty was the only one appreciating those flowers. The plants were unceremoniously cut and discarded, and the loose soil was just thrown into a kiddie pool and waited to wait out next spring. It was a cold and dark winter for my family. Those first months after our separation were among the most traumatic of my life. There were daily breakdowns and pleas for reconciliation times of heartache and times of anger, but there was also daily meditation and endless hours of Tara Brock podcasts and therapeutic sessions in Ken's office. 
A thousand times a day, I took a deep breath and I let it slowly out and I concentrated on being present and just surviving until the next breath came. And with all that traumatic, all the traumatic events in life, day by day, the pain lessened and a new normalcy began. And we all survived the cold and dark of winter and the hope of joy in spring were right around the corner. And then one day, last April, something very special occurred. In the middle of that kiddie pool full of soil that was awaiting its spring planting, a small sprout with broad leaves pushed its way out into the sun. It took a week or so for me to realize that it was a sunflower. Despite my decision not to regrow these flowers, one tiny black seed had waited out the cold, dark winter, and here it was, showing me exactly how rebirth was done. The plant grew fast and it grew tall. It was in no rush to produce a flower, and that was fine. Months later, it finally revealed itself, and what a perfect, beautiful face it showed the world. I realized that those original seeds from Wellsprings were in fact a powerful symbol all along, just not the one that I had originally thought. They were a symbol of the constant cycle of death and rebirth that surrounds us all the time. A symbol that even in the darkest times, something new and beautiful is always waiting to emerge if you just give it time and pay attention. I was sure that Wellsprings was going to save my marriage, but what I learned instead was that it offered me the tools to not just survive the cold winter, but to push through the soil, grow strong, and flower once again. I thank all of you for this in this community, and I thank Michelle for giving me the final gift of leading me to Wellsprings, and I especially thank Ken for creating this place. So what, I'll do with my, what will I do with my one wild and precious life? Well, much like Mary Oliver, I'll take time to sit on my deck and commune with the flowers and the insects. I'll pay attention to the countless lives that are beginning, flourishing, and ending all around us. And I'll always and, and always aware that each seeming death is only a new birth waiting to happen. So whether we plant the seeds with purpose and intention, or whether they find their way randomly into the soil on their own. So fall has come again, and that one perfect sunflower has withered and died. But this year I took one final gift from it. And here are the seeds that it left behind. And next spring I'll plant them again to flank the Buddha, and I'll share them with all of you. Thank you.